Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Get Geek Podcast, where we celebrate geek, nerd, and pop culture. Each week, we deliver the best analysis for fans, by fans, on anything related to movies, TV, video games, comics, anime, and manga. We talk geek. And now, here's the Get Geek Podcast. Welcome to the Get Geek Podcast. This is your main man, Wolf, and I am joined by three of the four Melgars. I got Jose, AJ, and Eli. Say what's up. What's Hello. Up? What's up? Hello. Hello. How are we all? Good day. We are all doing, I think, pretty well. Um, and hopefully, Walter, the missing elder statesman of the uh, podcast group over here, is doing much, much better as he is uh, recovering from shoulder surgery wish you a very speedy recovery so that you can use these uh the two hands to start smashing whenever we hit you with some you know uh darth maul sucks tropes and stuff so, wow he's anyway. not even here to defend that wow what? Yeah. He, he's got you guys to defend him okay well do you not defend him that should have been better Book of Boba Fett should have been better. Too soon, bro. Too soon. I remain mm-hmm. Switzerland. Too soon. Come on. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> we got a cool show for you guys. Uh, we're going to talk mainly about the Batman, but we'll hit you with a little bit of a, a, a review from some of the guys that have been playing uh, Elden Ring. But before we get to that, um, please like, rate, share, and subscribe. Uh, it is the best way to support the podcast, not the only way to support the podcast, but, um, you know, we got a Patreon out there. So if you guys want to, you know, hit that link and uh, send us a few donations to help us, you know, grow this podcast for you guys, uh, that would be greatly appreciated. Anyway, guys, uh, take it away. I want to I, I can't wait to talk about the Batman. Um, there's there's a lot there to th- talk about. But I have not played Sorry. Elden Ring yet. And I think I really want to. Trust me, I really, really want to. I just have not had an iota of time to dedicate to anything extracurricular with the exception of our podcast duties. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, Elden Ring seems to be all the rage right now. Yep, yep. definitely rage. is. So yeah. speak. Um, I guess quick thoughts on what y'all think about the game. Um, for me, I'll go first very quickly. It's like if Ghosts of Tsushima hated you and your whole family. That's uh, <laughs> that's Elden Ring for you because as, from software, the company is known for making incredibly difficult games like Dark Souls, and this is no exception. I've heard that it's one of their most, if not their most difficult game, actually. Um, mm. And it's it's really, really hard. I'm playing it on on like medium difficulty and i am dying constantly and i have not gotten very far whatever the 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 standard difficulty is i i heard i heard it's harder than sekiro and i gave up sekiro after like a day (laughs) (laughs) so i haven't given up yet but i have uh i don't know if you guys you guys have probably seen this character uh i have tried several times and i know that i'm not going to be able to kill it yet but i've tried to kill that dragon that you find shortly oh Oh, you you can't do that. Yeah, that's not, do that. it's not gonna work in a long time. No. <laughs> but I like that. I like that aspect of the game. Um, it definitely feels to me, like I said, like an open world 
in the vein of a ghost of Tsushima because of the fact that the combat is so intense and because of the stealth elements and things like that. Um, so what do you, what do y'all think of it so far and how far have y'all gotten in it so far? Well, see, here's the thing. I'm, I'm probably a lot like in between Gabe and you, like there were points where I did want to just completely rage quit. But once you find, cause there are exploits, you find those, you can find yourself getting pretty well along. Like and I have found a few. Like what? So there is a place in the, um, there's a place on the map called Kalid, right? It's like very red, hellish area. If you go all the way down to what? The southeast, right, Eli? Um, southeast, yeah. What about it? Um, there's going to be a place where there are these huge wolves, right? Oh, yeah. And looks- there's a... Camp- dire wolves? Well, they... Look bigger? substantially uglier. Mm. Oh yeah, way uglier, bro. They are <laughs> okay. disgusting. Okay. Like imagine direwolves, but except they have big red beady eyes and their arms are like Tyrannosaurus arms and they walk on two legs and they're skinny as hell. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Disgusting. So it's like something out of Fallout more than it is out of this game almost. <laughs> Creepy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there's much creepier things. But yeah. Anyway. Um there's a there's a spot where these dire wolves are kind of like sorta uh, just hanging out, but they're also right next to a camp of oh, soldiers. Yes, the exp farm. What you can do is you can ride past the wolves and go straight at the soldiers and instigate a fight between get, the two. You get XP for everyone that dies. Yep. You don't oh. even need to fight. You can just watch them. You diabolical, diabolical being. This, this is these are the things that you come up with in these <laughs> in these games. I love it. This is what happens when you play a lot of GTA. Yeah. It, it changes your approach to playing video games. And Skyrim, right? You play. That's a lot not of even Skyrim the worst part, though. And all that, right? Okay. Yesterday, Eli put me onto something, and oh, I. Oh God! Oh I God! No. I hated it, but it, it it honestly was worth it, though. Mm-hmm. So there is a dragon. Oh, frick. Yeah. A very oh, huge nice. dragon. Not the one that, that's that I found? Nope, not the one that you found. It's so much bigger. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's sleeping when you find it, if you find it in the right way. Okay. Why would you poke the dragon? Did you poke the dragon? I poked it he until did. it died. Why would you yeah, poke the dragon? Did. <laughs> what? He died? So yeah. the, the, there's the, there's a special way that you approach it where Man. if you run up to its tail while it's sleeping, you can actually deal damage and it not wake up at all. You just stab it in the yeah. butt until it dies. But it takes like half an hour to an hour, depending on your loadout. Oh, my God. So I was I'm just, sitting I'm just, there. I'm just hitting the button, hitting the button, <laughs> exactly. hitting the button, hitting the button, hitting, hitting the button. Spamming right trigger for, like, nearly an hour. How much XP do you get? Is it really worth doing this for an hour versus killing? Let's just say this. I was level 30. Yeah. I bumped all the way up to level 40. Okay. That's yeah, a ten a ten level bump in an hour is really not that bad. That's a really good. That's that's, that's good Especially, ROI. That's good ROI. <laughs> Especially yeah. when you consider that once you get to my level, 
the amount of golden runes you need to level up is nearly 5,000. Okay. And so you, you get an easy 70,000 golden runes from that one dude. And you can get 95,000, apparently, if you use the gold of Fouled Foot or something, which basically boosts rune acquisition. You can use it to level and up right away. Too. Because yeah, runes, so. yeah, runes, like, you lose them every time your character dies, and you have to go back and recover them. So it's, like, yeah. that kind of extra difficulty also. Oh, really? Yeah. That, that sounds that's terrible. Up, that's your level up currency and you have to see someone it. see someone like me that that barely has time to get in like a couple slayer matches on halo cannot dedicate time like that to a game like this or sekiro where it's like <coughs> pardon me. i play 20 minutes and then i die and lose all the stuff that i did and it's like what you didn't no i'm progress. not gonna do this again <laughs> i'm kind of in the same place right now i have barely made any progress i've just found some better weapons but the game is fine i am gonna check it out though because uh again the hype seems to be real might be exploits worth man trying it on an easier difficulty just to to mess with it like you like to do sometimes because it's a fun game it's like i said it's what, what are you guys you guys are all lives. on uh oh yeah i mean you guys are all on the ps5 yeah um, well, I'm actually yeah. doing it on the Xbox One X. Series oh, okay. You're on the One X. And I'm on and PS4. You're on the PS4? Series X, series yeah. X here. And Series X. Oh, yeah. wow. So we got three completely different perspectives mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I would be very, very interested to see some screenshots or maybe uh, some screen grabs of some gameplay from the three of you guys. Well, I, yeah, I have the Series X. The P- We have the Xbox One X and you said the PS4, right? So you could get. Yeah. Yeah. The next so 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 perspectives yeah absolutely i could do that maybe maybe i'll get it for the ps5 just again just just for just just to kind of you know be the comparative soul here we have it for every console see if the ps5 ssd actually like really does improve the performance that much yeah it does that's i don't know i want i would wonder that's why it would be great if you if you were to try it as well because there are definitely load times but you know what man i I really enjoy playing my series x more than than the playstation 5 so i don't know it's a much more Mm -hmm. seamless experience but yeah (laughs) anyway either way well, that's cool. Maybe maybe in the future we can, you know, when we get some of these screen grabs and stuff, we can give like a full proper review of Elden Ring, um, you know, when, when you guys have gotten a little bit deeper into the game. You know, I wonder. This game is multiplayer in a sense, right? I so mean, it's, it's – here's the thing, though. It's cross-platform. It's not – I mean, no, it's cross not cross-platform. It's cross-gen, not or cross-platform. cross-console. So not cross-play. You so can't like, have like a, an Xbox play with a PS5. Yeah. You can have an Xbox three, an Xbox One play with an Xbox One X. You so, can't yeah. do. So yeah. you and I could play, but uh, Eli and I could not essentially. And if, if yeah. Wolfie were mm-hmm. to get it for PS5, he and Eli would be able to play. Right. So okay, that's too bad. This is another topic of conversation for the future because it seems like a lot of the issues with crossplay has to do with sony side. Yeah, that's generally what happens from what i understand. Yeah, they generally tend to reject the idea, but yeah. That's that yeah, crossplay and cross gen is a good topic for a, a future episode. Should we should we jump into the big well, one this week? <clears throat> that's yeah, yeah. I mean, i think that we yeah. should really get into the main topic of Ready? discussion here. Uh the uh the Batman Mr. Vengeance himself. Yeah, man. Mr. So, Vengeance. So I oh, think that the way that we should quickly format this is, you know, I think we should do the bad, the good, the bad, and the ugly of the film. You know, what are the goods? What are the bads? And if any, what are the uglies? 
there is one thing that I think that uh, is ugly, not pertaining to the film itself, but to something surrounding the film. But maybe we can get to that a little bit later when we get there. Um, what did you guys think? I mean, how do you guys feel about doing that? We haven't done like a film review together, at least that I was a part of for a while. Um, and uh, being that it's such a kind of interesting entry into a franchise with so many entries already i could come it'd be cool to kind of compare what the good the bad and the ugly is i could come up with one for all three i'm down yeah okay well so what what, what were some things that you guys thought were good the movie (laughs) well yeah okay well yeah i guess maybe we could start maybe we could start there maybe we could start like i mean i i think that we all agree that it was good i did not hear from eli in any of the chats because eli's a ghost it's good it's good all right okay it's it's good ah man i know you're looking for some reason to say corny no it's not corny but it's it doesn't register have, on the cornball meter at all. I have like one gripe, and that's basically it. okay. I have what a couple was, gripes. What was the but the good though? The good details. Huh? Yeah, yeah. They, what, what did you think was good from the film? Uh, I mean, it was just like like uh, all the good stuff, your favorite stuff, most memorable stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, like I love the detective aspect. It's it's sort of like a tragic yeah. sort of film with like how dark and depressing it is. But yeah, it, it's pretty. It's pretty good, and you know. Robert Pattinson actually does play Batman pretty good, mm-hmm. which I wasn't expecting since uh, we had like the Dark Knight. And sorry, I'm just comparing it to, but yeah, I mean it was. It oh, was well, one quick thing though, one quick thing. I'm sorry to interrupt, but like just just because everyone's comparing it to the Dark Knight, yeah. don't you guys think that it's kind of wrong to compare it to the Dark Knight since it's technically I, this series of films' origin film? I would I, compare it to Batman I, Begins. I'd still compare it to Dark Knight because it's still a Batman movie. So. I don't right. think it's fair to uh I don't think it's fair to compare it to any of the Nolan films anyway. But I mean I don't think it's fair to compare it to any of the Batman films, but we'll get to that. I think it's more mm. fair to compare it to Joker. But yeah. Oh uh, yeah. And Joker. what what else is good about it? What else is good about it? I mean, um, I sort of liked the villain of the of of the story, but I that's part of the that's um somewhat the part that I had a little bit of a gripe about. But okay. um yeah, I mean overall the movie was just great. The plot was great. It kept me like at the edge of my seat at some points, mm-hmm. especially with the the Batmobile finally. Mm-hmm. But, um yeah, that's basically it for me. Right. Yeah, that was actually quite a surprise. I was talking with him as we were leaving the theater. Like, I didn't know how on board I would be with such a um, not-so-flashy Batmobile. But when you saw that thing in the theaters, you were actually scared of it. <laughs> yeah, And I think that its yeah, appearance man. worked in yeah. its favor. Like, I think it was great. It was like a dinosaur like screeching at you in the corner <laughs> before it went <laughs> after you. <laughs> It was cool. It was like not for nothing though. Not for nothing though. You see, like you see, you you see everybody realize. Okay, there's something in the alleyway, and this is in the middle of a shootout. There's something in the alleyway, and you hear like some rumbling and all that. They just stop shooting and look in that direction. They see some lights come on. You know, the thrusters, the engine, which was super cool to see fire coming, like basically like under the hood, like like it's like an open system and everything. And they're still just staring at it, getting ready to run. 
in the middle of a shootout, why wouldn't you shoot in the alleyway? You know, why don't you start shooting at the car? That thing might have but me I out. thought it but was an it was awesome, a- awesome introduction to the Batmobile. Right, right, right. What else was was good? Was good so man. I'm mostly right. gonna echo a lot of what Eli said. Finally, we got a very good detective Batman. Like a really, really good detective yeah, Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Robert Pattinson. Good as Batman. Bruce Wayne, um, I'm only going to say yes because his Bruce Wayne fits in very tonally with the rest of the movie. But I still have to say, and I know I said it's not fair to do this, but I'm going to do it for half a second. I still prefer (laughs) what's-his-name as Bruce Wayne. Um, Christian Christian Bale? Yes, Christian Bale. Okay. Because I like how he's like, Oh yeah, you know, I bought this. He's you know, he has a very cocky attitude. Well, yeah, the, the, the playboy aspect of it. Yeah. yeah, he didn't play that up as much here, if not well, he at, at all. all that I can yeah. see. But it still worked because it totally fit the movie. You know, in, in my opinion, to that point, and we can we can maybe talk about it a little more later. I think this movie ended with setup for him becoming that Bruce Wayne. Maybe yes, yeah, maybe. But yeah, is there is there some other things that you well, like so, about so, it, or what about you, Wolfie? So I so the thing that I like the most about the film is generally that it's the most Batman film I think that we've ever gotten when you get down to the bare bones of who Batman is and what Batman That's is interesting. in the comics, you know, like this is the sulky driven, you know, borderline psychotic, you know, Batman from the true detective comics Batman, you know. And speaking of true detectives, this is also the thing that I loved about the film. What makes it almost incomparable to any other film is that it is not a superhero movie. Yeah. In any way, shape, or form, in my opinion. Yeah. I look at this as a suspense thriller comic book film. And the reason I say comic book film, not superhero film, is because it's obviously rooted in comic books, but there isn't any superhero aspects to it. There's no super villains. You know, if you look at if you compare it to like other superhero films where there's, you know, bombastic action and even the car chase scene, the car chase scene like it seemed like a normal cop thriller car chase, not a superhero souped up Batmobile car chase with a supervillain, you know, chase. It, it, you know, Penguin is just, you know, and of course, I mean, if you're listening to this, you're in spoiler territory, but the Penguin is just. He's just running away like a common criminal on a highway. You know, he's like yeah. not doing anything. He's not throwing bombs. He's not shooting at, at, at like he's, other drivers on the, on the highway. He's honking at them, trying to get them out of the way. Like he's like it's he, he's trying to get away from the Batman like a common criminal. Yeah. And that's one of the other things that I really loved about the film is that the film was very relative in the sense that it felt like this could happen in the real New York City. You know, uh, you know, not only from like the set pieces and the design and all that stuff, but from the criminality aspect of it too. It felt like the club could be a real club here in New York. It felt like these villains could be real villains here in, 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 in our actual reality and stuff, which I think lent to the fact that it was a comic book, Batman, a Batman comic book hybrid of mind hunter and true detective. If that makes sense. So, yeah, I, I wanted to really kind of add to that point because I agree. That's the thing that I liked about the film the most. It's like w- when you watch it, so it takes a little time to get set up, right? Which we, for me, we know that that 
we all kind of know that this is because they're setting up a Batman cinematic universe, right? We're getting a Penguin mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Like this yeah. is all, this movie had a little bit of extra on it that to set that up, but it didn't, it was kind of like, this was just a movie that like just happened to feature Batman in it, right? This could have been any other movie and it was just made that much better because they mm-hmm. threw Batman in it. And then to Wolfie's point. Yeah, that's true. Right. That's true. To Wolfie's point, like the way that they represented Batman in this film as the, and, and the way that, you know, AJ and Eli, you also brought up this point. The way that they represented him as the detective was more than they'd ever done it before in any medium other than, and I got to shout out Batman, the animated series here. And that's another thing I liked about the show because as dark and, as, and, and, and wild as it was, I still at moments got Batman the animated series vibes. Like the I, Oh my God, I forgot. I was going to say that too. Did you see the, was it the Batcave yeah, for you? Dude, you know, not even just the Batcave. I thought the, 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 my, one of my absolute favorite parts of the film was actually the, the, the musical score because there were moments that just felt like the mu- music was pulled directly <laughs> from Batman, the animated series, <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude. I was yeah. just like, Oh man, this is, this is, this is what it should have always been. Cause I think the animated series was one of the best Batman entries of all time. Right. And it had like, Batman 89 vibes because those were kind of intertwined yeah, a little bit yeah. musically too, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But it had, you know, those influences, like you said, from other d- things, I've got seven influences, like David Fincher, Mindhunter, just David and Fincher influences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and just like, you know, the the villains and the acting, well, the acting I was going to say is the other thing that I really enjoyed about this film, just to get back to that point. I thought the acting was phenomenal. I thought everyone was great. I thought Paul Dano played a great Riddler. He got a little wild at the end, a little bit too too much like he wasn't like um i don't know if y'all have ever seen there will be blood you got was like screechy and wild in that film Mm -hmm. uh it got a little much for me but like yeah the acting was phenomenal this and the cinematography was phenomenal also and just to jump off of wolfie's point also and then maybe we can get to a little bit of the bad because that's most of the good for me the music also was phenomenal now that you mentioned it It just really really fit in most of the moments except for some which we'll talk about i think in the ugly um, well, before we, we before we get before we get to the the, the bad and the ugly of uh, the film mm-hmm. itself, I think that we should dedicate some time to some of the some of the typical Batman film you know discussion. Right, every time there's a film, there's a Batman film that comes out, it's always a topic of discussion where people not only just grade the film, but they kind of separately the fandom kind of separately grades. Uh, obviously, you know the actor as Batman, the bat suit, the Batmobile, the gadgetry. And the choreography. And I just kind of want to touch a little bit on all that stuff before we move on to the bad. Mm-hmm. But just real quick, just thoughts on. I mean, I know that we've all spoken a little bit about the Batman, about uh, <laughs> the Batman, about um, uh, Robert Pattinson, Pattinson as Batman. Pattinson. Pattinson. We can refer to him um, that way. From, for the- and, uh, you know, I do want to talk about like the costumes, the, the. We spoke a little bit about the Batmobile, but what about the Bat Cycle and stuff? Um, I do real quick before I pass it off to you guys. This is I I I've, I wanted to mention this before. The reason I don't I can't compare this to the Dark Knight is because just like just as an example of why it's incomparable is because in this movie we're still seeing the transformation of Bruce Wayne um, as the Batman, um, and we haven't seen and and with that's going to coincide. It's gonna it's gonna bring us Bruce Wayne the Playboy as well, you know. Right. That's why, like, I agree. you know, even in even in Batman Begins, if you remember, he wasn't he didn't want to be the Playboy. He wasn't that, and they only touched a little bit on Bruce Wayne as this like vagabond, only cares about fighting, doesn't care about like 
you know, being Bruce Wayne and all that stuff, even though he ended up uh, still doing his part in Batman Begins, I would say this film is kind of still in the same realm of Batman Begins, right. where they're just showing that middle part of Batman Begins as a whole film. So well, he, I would only okay. compare this really to Batman Begins because we're not getting that that uh, that that Bruce Wayne and that Batman and that Gotham that's already like, you know, kind of exploded right. um, with supervillains until the Dark Knight. And I think that the sequel that's pretty much guaranteed to be coming yeah. uh, is going to be the one that we should compare to the Dark Knight. Jose, you had your hand up. Yeah, because what's up? I mean, to your very last point, also, I would say both films kind of ended in a similar way, right? With like a greater evil being unleashed that we know Batman has to deal with yeah. in the second one. And also, both films ended with that hint to, haha, the Joker. Um, but also, um, oh, darn, I think I just missed my point after I said all that. <laughs> I think I just lost my point. Well, um, so I'm just going to, you know what? I'm just going to move on. If I get it back again, <laughs> I'll get it back again. But well, like, boy, uh, I, 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 I wanted to talk about like the, the bat suit and the gadgetry and the choreography specifically in the Batman world, right? Like, cause Batman fights a certain way. He fights with the gadgets. He fights with martial arts. He fights with, uh, emotion. What did you guys think about the, uh, the, the suit, uh, some of the gadgets, which he didn't really use many, which I loved by the way, I personally loved. But what did you guys think? Oh, can I make my point real quick? Very, very quick. Um, the the thing about the that I was gonna say was that both movies kind of had that that moment where Batman realizes that he needs to use the Bruce Wayne persona yes. to help more. Yeah. That's the yes. that's what I was gonna say. I'm sorry, Eli. Did I, I interrupted you? Can you go ahead? So wait, so you were asking about like the gadgets? Yeah, the suit and the, and the gadgets right? and the choreography. The what fighting do you think choreography. The man, the man behind the mask, all that stuff. Uh, am I the only one who hated the flying thing? The, oh, the glider. The flying suit? Yeah, the glider. The glider? It's just absolutely disgusting. <laughs> it, it's well, just like inflated. It's like a balloon. Well, it's realistic. Yeah. Well, it's a wind it, suit. It is real. it's, it's, no, no, it's, it's, a, it's a wind suit. Yeah. It's realistic, yeah. but that's not how it looks like in the, any of the other Batman movies. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that's just because like, this one. It's just a balloon. <laughs> it's so weird. It's Again, so it's, weird. It's, it's, it's his second year. He's still figuring it out. He, he you know. He obviously also kind of had like a fear of flight, if you saw that, a fear of heights. Yeah. If you saw when he got up there, it's like it's the first time he was at the top of a building and about to jump off. Yeah. That might have been in in this uh in this series, that might have canonically been the very first time that he jumped off a building. Mm-hmm. I think okay, so. Based so, on like his fear. I think so yeah, too. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it is only year two for him, so yeah. Yeah. I, I'll, give, I'll give it that. I thought the I thought the suits. They weren't my favorite bat suits, but I liked them because of the the way that they were utilized and grounded in this world. Because it did mm-hmm. it did look a little funny to me sometimes. Him having that like little pack by the side of his leg, right? That 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 knapsack on his leg or whatever it was, the gear pack. That's a that's a that's a, a drop pack for a rope holster. Okay, yeah. Like I know that it's equipment the, that he yeah. needed and that he certainly yeah. should have. But like you know, it's not like you said. But it's also like it's a good thing because. To your point, Wolfie, it's this is the Batman that's learning to get all his equipment together mm-hmm. and get mm-hmm. all his gadgets together. Um, and like, yeah, for me also, I guess to that point, I thought that the gadgets were cool. I like the idea that he's gaining new gadgets slowly. I like the idea that the Batmobile was a pretty much a regular car with just a couple of mm-hmm. slightly mm-hmm. wild modifications. Um, there was only one thing that I really 
didn't like, and this is almost kind of in further spoiler territory. It's and it, it, there's a moment later. Well, in the we're film. at full spoiler, so right. But this, I mean, this gets to really much later in the film, and I really mm. want to touch upon this whole scene later. But the part at the end where he's fighting the the sort of Riddler extremists that are trying to assassinate mm-hmm. them, yeah, in Gotham, and right. he's hanging from the top of that scaffolding. Mm-hmm. I know he's kind of like I know they could kind of explain in the narrative that he's kind of like jarred by getting hit in the chest with a shotgun blast, which had just happened. But he uses his his grapple like ten minutes later. And like for me, that that was a little strange that like we know he has some sort of grappling device. So that I know that doesn't have much to do necessarily with the gadgets in general. But that moment jarred me a little. Um, What did you all think of like the fight choreography? Because I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was amazing. I I, I thought that it was, uh, you know, the weakest thing from the Nolan uh films i think was batman specifically batman's choreography Mm -hmm. in the nolan films i know that the intention was to to immerse the viewer in chaotic close combat which is why he chose the style of combat which was a uh hybrid of uh krav maga and uh some other martial arts with very very close shots to make it feel very chaotic and, and stuff. Mm. But I don't think that it, it really ever played very well, you know, from Batman's side. I think the choreography from everyone else in the Nolan films, fight choreography was great. In this one, this was very, very easily visible how mm. they just like, had like wide vicious. Frames, yeah, right? just wide frame, vicious, you know, anger. Angry. Like, <laughs> like it's it's the one thing that I got from the film is that. Bruce Wayne is holding in every single bit of emotion just for the moment that he can pummel yeah. someone. And that is a great point. kind of how Batman is. You know, he holds all his rage and aggression. And as a matter of fact, there's um, there's a new Batman comic series that just started that kind of touches on that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, oh, man, I have it in my I have it in my bedroom. Um, I forgot like the, who the, uh, the writer, the specific writer is in the specific title, but, uh, I just read the first issue a couple weeks ago and it touches on a young Bruce Wayne, very young, actually, I think year two Bruce Wayne. And he is, uh, he's, he's, he's saving all his emotional anger for, to, to fight people in like the pits and fight crime. Like he just wants to pummel people. So he sort okay. of holds all his emotion in. You know, and I that's what I saw in the fighting style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I uh, disagree about the choreography. I don't think it's that good because like you don't really see like that much choreo like that much like planned choreography. It was just throwing punches, some kicks and just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. More force than actually technique. And that's what I saw in the, in the fights. You know, I what? think that was kind of the point, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it, first, none of these super villains, they're not super villains, right? That have like martial arts skill with the exception of Catwoman. Yeah. yeah. Their fights but were like, real good, too. Like even yeah. barring that, like he's year two. And like Gabe said, he's still working through crap. So he's not so much focused on technique as he is punishing the hell out of whoever he comes across. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I <laughs> wanted to say this is almost like exposing the, the, the sh- movie for like the choreography not being quite as good. But it reminded me at mom- of 
of Daredevil, the show, the TV show at moments, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the grid, the, like the gritty realism and like how yeah. Batman would get hit and get injured and get slowed down. Just like Daredevil, like fighting, fighting 10 dudes is hard. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't it, matter it how makes, good it makes it real. Yeah. That's the part that makes it real. Right. That's why it's root. I felt like it was rooted in relative realism. Mm-hmm. Batman had slowed down and got hit and like got hurt a bunch of times. He got dragged yeah. by the cape. I thought that was almost kind of funny in that moment, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like the Incredibles yeah. or something. But like. You know, I like that part of it. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. I was like, yeah. I was like, I, I feel like I remember something where it said like, "This is why you don't wear capes." Yeah. <laughs> but like, I get what Eli's saying though. Like, it wasn't as flashy as like you might well, get from other it's, films. It's not necessarily that he was getting hurt a lot because that's that's like you said, realistic. So okay. it's tend to ha- mm-hmm. it's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. It's just that like there wasn't that much technique. It was just throwing uh, hard punches, and that's it, basically. That's the only thing that I didn't like about the choreography. I don't think that's necessarily true, but but I don't know, Wolfie. Did you do you agree with that? I thought there was some technique to the way that he was. He well, was, I mean, so so know, it's not misdirecting so, attacks. So the, the thing is, like, like in a in a real in a real fighting situation, if you see like street fights, this is how real fights happen. You know, when I say choreography, it's it's in the sense of like how the how the fight scenes play out, because a fight scene is also a story within itself. Mm-hmm. Right. It's uh, who's the aggressor, who's the the uh, defendant, the combatant. You know, how does it play out? You know, and, and I liked that they set this set a lot of the fight scenes up with like, all right, this is Batman releasing all of his emotion and aggression. Even if he's getting overwhelmed by fighting five or six dudes at the same time, he still finds a way to get out. And it's not always going to be about like, you know, what techniques he uses to get out. It's about like how he outsmarts the moment, you know, Um, if it's ducking under coming behind and shoving someone and then punching the guy behind him. Or one of my favorite very quick like scenes was when he uh, was fighting the swarm of uh, of Riddler extremists where he takes away the rifle yeah. one, beats another with the other. And then, the like, thing. you know, like that, like how he's moving forward through that fight scene was, I think, choreographed well, even if it is just like pummeling strikes, because, um, you know, that that's also one of the things about Batman in general is that we have. We have the Batman that fights with all his gadgets. We have the Batman that fights with all his martial arts experience. And then we have the gritty Frank Miller style of Batman that all he does is fight with like straight punches and sidekicks to the rib, or like looking to break bones. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and he you was, know, he was wounded and desperate in yeah, that moment. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's, I like it's that. I can understand Eli's. Uh, I can understand like Eli's point of view, like, you know, lacking technique or martial arts skill i think you know as far as the choreography goes um but uh but then on the other aspect it's you know while we've seen like batman the martial arts movie i don't think that that's what we're gonna get here yeah Mm -hmm. um you know because how how often are you gonna fight bad guys that have martial arts skill with the exception of uh race race ghoul and 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 you know um the 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 Death Ninjas, you know, so yeah. Court of Owls. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, God. Eventually. I did, you know, to be honest, and, and this, is, this is veering off. That. This is veering. I thought that they were going Court of Owls. I really wanted that. But, you know, exactly. hopefully. They're going to do it in the same All right. Way. So this is. All right. So I think we're good on the good. I want to go into the bad. And hopefully we don't harp too much on it because overall I thought that the movie was excellent. I loved it, but there's a couple things I have. I have really two main gripes. 
with the film. Okay. Why don't you, why don't you okay. set a, start us off? I'd love to hear. Uh, well, the hear. first gripe is apparently, apparently everyone that shoots a gun on this, in this movie must have been a stormtrooper at some point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I've never seen people that can shoot at the Batman point blank and just not at all even aim to his face in any way, shape, or form. And he doesn't, <laughs> it's not like he's even like taking cover. He's not running away. We're talking about every single scene that involves shooting at the Batman. Batman, not he he it's not even that he like sees them, you know, face front. They they get the drop on him. They shoot him from like the side or behind. And and he every single time is just unfazed by having a completely apparently completely bulletproof suit. Um, and it's like which is if, one thing, right? But like, it, the, even if it's bulletproof, it's one thing it to have a bulletproof hurts. suit. It's a it's another thing to be to to just be that like unfazed and, yeah. and careless. And 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 to a certain point, I do, you know, th- there was a moment that like he was very specifically that I don't think that he ever. This has ever been mentioned in any Batman film, but he told Alfred that like I'm not afraid to die. Yeah, you know, like he and he showed that he has absolutely no fear of death. You know, he just wants to, you know, keep doing this until you know either he changes something or until he dies. That's the way that he looks at it, and mm-hmm. it's very apparent in how he acts in the film. But come on, there was like like the guy with the point black shotgun. You're a bad guy. You're not going to shoot his face. Yeah, I, I he agree. gets not even one scratch from any of the shots. I mean, he had like some point blank assault automatic, you know, AK forty seven assault rifles, and he's just walking through the hallway. What yeah, he just stalked everybody down, and they just shot him in the chest, in the in the stomach, and everywhere else. He just like bing bing. He was like Iron Man. But it's like, and, and the thing forward. is, it's not just with the Batman though. It's not just with the Batman. Think about the scene where like they tried to assassinate the mayor. She got shot in the stomach, and then a couple scenes later, she's 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 surviving perfectly fine in the flood, and she just walks out as if she yeah, doesn't have yeah, a stomach wound. That reminded like, me. <laughs> like you just can't. Like if you know anything at all about like you know you know uh ballistic wounds Salud. if you get shot in the stomach you're pretty much immobilized from the cramping from the clotting and on top of that it's in, it's one of the most difficult places to stop the bleeding altogether that reminded me now couple um, that with the flooding yeah like that should have gotten infected oh yeah they forget about infected she should have gone into shock it was like um, she literally just got helped out and she walked out and everything she's swimming out and i was like what it, it was like when Arya got stabbed a bunch of times in that scene in Game of Thrones and then had an action scene running through the town, running through dirty water. And then and then she kills the, what is it, the waif in the dark uh, off screen. It was like, gave me vibes of that. It was like, there's no way that, that she would be able to, yeah. to pull off I mean, any of these yeah. things. I mean, yeah, but a and stab like, and a gunshot wound are like... Right, like, right. I, like, 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 she, that was even, that was, even though it was a little bit ridiculous, was that was stabs. a little bit more, that was a little bit, that was still a little bit more believable. It, it was multiple stabs to the stomach, but like, it also, I got the same vibes because the, it kind of leads into my ugly, which I won't reveal entirely, but like, yeah, the action yeah, yeah. scenes in the final, in the final set, like the third act, didn't really have stakes for me because the, the Riddler, the Riddler extremists, uh, okay, mm-hmm. I understand Batman's coming for you, and like, yeah, everybody's gonna start shooting at him. You know, him having the bulletproof suit and nobody shooting his face kind of made it feel like, okay, this is gonna turn out just fine. There's not gonna be a problem with this until they had him hanging off the scaffolding again. To I feel like create kind of yeah, yeah. fake tension, but also like the fact that the Riddler extremists 
decided to completely stop their entire mission. Like every single one's like, let's focus on Batman mm-hmm. and not kill any, any of the people that we came here to kill was a little silly to me in that moment. The fact that they, there, well, there weren't those, those mm-hmm. heavy, heavy stakes in some moments, you know, like, cause this is another film where like, yeah. not a lot of people were in real danger for most of the time. I mean, I, mean, I, I, thing, I, I oh, no, no, go on, go on. Sorry. The only thing I will say is they are extremists that uh what's it Riddler picked up off the internet. They're yeah. not a, yeah, they're, they're not, not yeah. they're not trained specialists. Yeah. Most of them probably don't even really know how to use a gun. Maybe one or two people do, but not everyone. Yeah. And so yeah, it's like just, at yeah. that point they were just like, Oh crap, the Batman's here. We gotta defend ourselves. I mean, even 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 it's it's even apparent in the hesitation in shooting the Batman with a shotgun, you know, like there was like a scene where like one of the extremists was like he shot like instinctively at Batman's chest. And then when he goes to reload to shoot him in the, in the face, he's like still kind of shaky and hesitating, you know, that, that I think that points to that. But um, the the other thing that I thought that was bad and I'm putting it in the bad section because. It's nowhere else really that we could. It's just, I kind of really wish that we didn't have scenes that we already saw. I mm. think that, yeah, I mean, like, the, the you know, in the sense of, like, okay, we have uh, a, I don't, I don't want to go on every single scene, but as an example, like, you know, mm. Batman, you know, panicking in the, in the scene in the jail cell jail jail cell where like there's that moment that he's like confronting the uh the the ultimate villain of the film and he's still cool and calm and just kind of like you know just just absorbing everything and then there's a moment that he switches for with with through panic the same way that like uh the the christopher christian bale batman had with uh the joker you know um i also thought that um um God, there was so many other scenes. I mean, I, I think ultimately, like, for example, man, I'm like blanking because there's like so many little things that we already saw really in in like the, the Christopher Nolan films as far as scenes go. And I'm like blanking right now. But do you guys know what I'm talking about? I'll help you out when we get to ugly because that's part of my ugly. How about that? I mean, mm, I, promise okay. like, I can kind of get it with the the confrontation scene with Riddler. But like, I don't think anything else was that strikingly apparent. Well, all right. So as another another perfect example with the Riddler, like we already saw the Riddler uh, or, or we already saw the Joker taking a hostage and killing them in a in a oh. very maniacal way. And then that being broadcast on the news, like that was a big part of the Joker in the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. So it, it just it just doesn't make the Riddler as unique as he could have been. Because there's too many similarities between how he executed his plan and how the Joker executed his plan, you know. So here, here's let's let me help springboard into the bad maybe for Eli and AJ. The only other thing that I would say was kind of overtly bad. Like I said, this is excluding ugly. Was that the movie was definitely a touch too long. It was maybe like 20, Mm. 25 minutes too long in the end. And again, that's going to tie into maybe some of the ugly, Mm -hmm. perhaps. Mm Um, but I think like I was going to ask, if, I, I did, I was gonna ask how you guys felt about the length of the film. I was okay with it. I there were some parts where I felt a little <laughs> tired, but like yeah. 
not 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 anything like super crazy. Like yeah, I, for the most yeah. part, didn't notice it. Yeah, same. I actually didn't really have a problem with the length of the film. Um, that could have also been the due to the fact that, like in my viewing, a fight broke out like right at the beginning <laughs> in the theater. Oh, and, like I was kind of like on edge a little bit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> forgot to mention that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like literally in the row right in front of me, I thought that I was gonna have to like kind of sort of spring into action what or happened? leave the theater. Does anybody know what happened? You know well, so so if, if in the group chat, I I think I I messaged that like, man, like this film's gonna be a little bit of a uh, yeah, I saw that. Film. So I guess I there was these there. three kids <laughs> that were that I guess sneaked into the film. Okay, okay, right? Because right next to me, there's these three kids, and I did have to confront them. I was like, because uh, they were just talking the whole time, and within the first minute, I just looked at them. And I was like, are you guys gonna talk through the entire film because it's a three hour movie? And they're just like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, whatever. <laughs> and then a group of people came. They're like, oh, I think you guys are in my seat. So they get up and they move to the seats next to that. And then another group of people get up, oh, come, no. and they're like, oh, I think you're in my seat. So they're just moving, moving, moving. Damn. And then um, they go into someone else's seats. Someone else comes through and is like, hey, I think you're in my seat. And someone on that row is like, hey, I think that you guys aren't supposed to be in this theater because – you guys are moving there, you know, the next row in front of us. They're like, you guys are moving every seat. Can I check your tickets? So then they didn't want to show the tickets. That guy went and got a manager. The manager comes to ask for the tickets and ask them to leave. And then he says something to the guy that ratted him out or whatever, you know, in, in, in very hood, you know, street slang terms and stuff. And they start getting into a little bit of a, a sort of shoving match. Oh, and the next thing you know, I see a punch flying from across three, four seats to the guy. And, like, you know, a little scuffle breaks out. Oh, wow. And then the guys, Damn. you know, the kids are like, you know, like, I'm, like, I'm going to wait for you outside, this, that, and the other, and <laughs> whatever. And I'm like, man, this is not how I want to, you know, watch this movie. So, <laughs> Eli, but anyway, was... nothing else happened in the, in the end. Eli was... But I was a little bit tense. Like, my adrenaline was a little bit up. Um, so maybe that's why I wasn't tired. But I didn't feel, I didn't feel like, I thought that the time was, 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 was fine. Hmm. I don't know. Like, did you feel like it was long? The ending was a little bit too dragged on with the whole like happy ending sort of thing and him like realizing who he was. Like, it was it was good and it like sort of it did build on his character, but like I felt like it was too too long and too dragged on. Okay. And, uh, during the middle too, with the there was like a point where I sort of got tired a little bit of the detective part, but it was only like for like a second or so. so yeah. All right, and now the ugly. Oh boy! Oh boy! You have something for the ugly? No, that was just okay. I'm, I'm dreading to hear <laughs> what's coming next. I don't think that there's too much that's ugly about it, but there's one. There, well, there's two things I wanted to touch on. One that's related to the film itself, and one that's related to outside the film. But Jose, you, you are saving some stuff for the ugly. Okay, so. The ugly, like I said, kind of just ties into the bad, essentially, anyway. I, in the end, I love this film. I don't, I'm not going to say it's my favorite Batman film yet, but it's up there. I just want to say that before I get into any of the ugly. Same, actually, you know? Same. Yeah. Um, yeah, they don't, I, I want to say that before I get into any of the ugly, because it might sound like I'm really hating on this film, but I'm really not. <laughs> um, but, and this is going to sound like, how could you still like this film if you're going to say this? But like, I don't think that there was a need for that huge action set piece at the end with the city getting flooded. 
I was with someone else who also really? loved the film and, and said that it, it is it is automatically already his favorite Batman film. Like, hands down, we saw it yesterday. Mm-hmm. He was like, my mm-hmm. favorite, best one I've ever seen. And he also agreed with me. He thought that the movie would have been better had it ended when they captured the Riddler and you they kind of zoomed over that coffee cup and showed the question mark and then had the post credit scene where you set up the Joker. The reason why I say this also is because this ties to your point um, again, Wolfie, they kind of took stuff from all three of Nolan's Batman films. This was like yeah, the disaster scenes with Bane in the, yeah. in the final movie. This was a, a lot like that. It was a similar situation yeah, yeah, where Batman was, yeah. had to make a bunch of crazy. I mean, it was also very. Sim- it was also very similar to to the the end of Batman Begins, where yeah. like the city gets like trapped, and then there's yep. mad chaos, and you know, there's the the vapors like chaining everybody. And all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, there's, there's there's a lot of it. It was similar. Yeah. It was similar to that. And and like I didn't think that that, or at least there should have been a different way to end the film that didn't necessarily involve again the big action sex piece because that's where a lot of the things went wrong with for me. Again, to your point, Wolfie, when the mayor gets shot, the mayor elect gets shot and is just recovers a few minutes later and is wading through dirty water and helping people, you know, to escape the yeah. impending disaster there's all these vibes in that final scene where it's like i'm gonna do all the stuff that worked in previous batman movies and i'm just gonna like squeeze it into this final act and you know considering the movie was already about two hours and 30 minutes at that point when we got that scene either you, like i said like i said you could have ended it right there with that with that great setup for a sequel with the riddler you know he's gonna be back um, and he might come back and join forces with the Joker. We know there's going to be a Penguin show, Catwoman. They could have maybe done something, I guess, to 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 tie up Catwoman's story because they hadn't tied it mm-hmm. up, I guess, there. So they would have maybe needed another five, ten minutes. But for me, like, yeah, that whole final action set piece didn't feel necessary. And again, like I said, Batman's fighting all the Riddler, all the Riddler extremists and getting shot at. But like that fight scene was great. I thought the choreography was good. But again, to Wolfie's point, like nobody shot him in the face. Like this is supposed to be the big final, most yeah. dangerous action scene. And nobody thought to really like put him in some serious danger. You know, nobody, nobody in the end really did except for artificially like hanging from that scaffolding, which yeah. I have, I have something know. to say to the point, to that point though. And, and just uh, to, after mulling it over, just to tie myself up yeah. like, again, like, and then, like I said, a few moments later, he uses the bat, the, 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 the back grapple and, kind of does something that's i guess semi unclear like i guess he was cutting the power line so that it didn't electrocute the people i guess yeah and then falling into the water after getting electrocuted and then recovering instantly and then helping it it just it didn't work for me that final that final well it wouldn't get electrocuted because he cut the power cable i think that he was disconnecting i guess he was also he was cutting it he was cutting it off before the entire thing hit the water he did get that jolt but he probably wouldn't be super injured but he also didn't do the grapple he used the batarang which actually we didn't touch on i wanted to touch on with the suit i thought that was cool that like the only batarang he had was the one on his chest i love that But yeah like i guess that's my i don't want to go too far too long on it that kind of all ties up the ugly yeah yeah yeah. you know i thought it was a little unnecessary and maybe could have been ended a little bit better it was it was like wonder woman that's very interesting that's very interesting because like if you don't have a final act where where you don't show the villain as a super villain and the the batman as the 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 batman saving the city then then I think that we would all be left wanting. But I, I kind of like whole, that, though. I yeah, like that it was is, different. 
It could have been different. Yeah, I know, but I think it would it, that would have felt very unfinished, though. If you take that away, I think that like, it would have you would have had. I think that I do think that like the final act. I was gonna ask, like, I don't think that the final act was wonderful mm-hmm. um, because of like the fake tension and yeah. and um, you know like the the false sense of danger. But the reason I think that it was actually necessary after after. Like I guess uh, mulling cup. it over yeah. <laughs> after mulling it over is that that this the final act in the film itself is not meant to introduce him as a superhero essentially or whatever um I think it's more to transform Bruce Wayne and the Batman into the Bruce Wayne and Batman that we're gonna get you know which obviously yeah. you know shows that in the end so it was less about the riddler and the riddler extremists and everything and more about how he dealt with the situation how it transformed him hmm. is how yeah. i look at it would I you don't know how would, i feel about that would you all go as far i mean eli i want to let you you kind of elaborate but would you maybe go as far wolfie has to say like the final act was probably the weakest one of the film or is that not the case of all the films of this of this film of this film of this the weakest act of um, this film I, it's hard, man, because I think that it is weak, but not for, not for, because, because that's what the Riddler and the Joker would do. Like, they're like, their their final, the only thing that I, that I wish that would have, that we would have seen or had is, is the final thing being an actual riddle, you know, because that's their thing, right? Their thing is like, I'm going to destroy the city, you know, like. And I need to sh- and I need to actually do it. And I thought that it was I thought in a way it was really cool how it, it happened with uh, how uh, things are going on in today's day and age with like the, you know, social media and all that stuff, like the social media aspect of him recruiting people to his cause, you know, on social media. Um, I thought that that was a cool aspect. Um and uh, and the other thing that I thought about that was kind of cool there is that when we're watching when when you're watching the uh, the the live stream of his like final message to the people and you see the comments and you see them talking about like oh rifles are good oh that's the uh, combat like uh, weather uh, winter mask and stuff like that when I first saw those comments I kind of like dismissed it More I was like oh that's just like commentary and stuff like that just like the Batman did until we get to the final message that he says like we're all going to you know, take this city away or whatever, something of that sort. And then they go back to the comments and we realize, oh, we're not w- reading comments. We're reading their dialogue about what they're about to do. What if, And it's to get the guns and get the masks. What, I thought that was kind of cool as, as an effect. What if they did this? What if they removed the Riddler extremists from the final act altogether and they just have mm-hmm. Batman saving people from the disaster? That way you still get the progression to Bruce Wayne, the progression. To yeah, I, th- I think I think that that would have been better. And then I you have the Riddler extremists kind of be also a post credit scene. Like, oh, the Riddler did have some impact that Batman didn't see that's yeah, coming. Yeah. And the Riddler extremists are going to be in the second film and the Riddler will be kind of maybe involved in the second and third films yeah. to a smaller class. actually if you if you if you take out the extremists then yeah like i think that like you could have had the extremists still in there but not in executing this ultimate plan and more like the, the city is going threat, to crap right? the, the city is going to crap and then these guys they just happen to show up to try to stop the batman from saving people that's it you know but not that they're the ones executing the plan yeah yeah, you well, know, Eli, did you did you? I think you wanted to say something about the ugly. anything that you thought what do you, that you think, think about is ugly. That? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna agree with you guys. I didn't really like the ending that much. The ending felt like sort of 
sort of a letdown. And, you know, like you said, uh, Jose, um, it posed really not not too much of a... It wasn't really totally necessary, except for the fact that it helped bring some sort of, you know, character building to um, the Batman's character. But, like, other than that, I just... I didn't really like the fact that, you know, it w- it seemed like such a letdown for a final act, quote-unquote. I also didn't like yeah. how dark and depressed Batman was. <laughs> it's like an emo kid. He was, like, literally an emo kid all the time, which, I mean... I get it. That's the character you're supposed to play, but it was a little bit too much. For but me. wait a minute. Wait a minute. You loved Kylo Ren, and Kylo Ren had a uh, yeah, whole I hate Twitter Kylo Ren. Ren. <laughs> I hate for, Kylo Ren. No, don't Kylo. switch it. Don't he's come cringe, on. Bro. No, I, I swear to oh. God, he's cringe. I don't. Well, the thing is, too, the, 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 the Riddler's a, a, he's being transformed into the Riddler. I don't think that he becomes the Riddler until he actually gets captured and he meets the Joker. Yeah. I didn't like the Joker either. You know who? Do, seemed, do y'all know who that was? You know who that no, was? No, that I was don't. um. Oh, who? What was his name? Do you remember in 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 Eternals the one who had the mind control powers? That was him. Barry Keegan is his, oh. his name. I looked in the. I looked in, and, and saw if there was because you when he spoke and did Riddler, all of that. Actually. Like I knew that it had to be some named actor, yeah. and it was Dang. that. It's that guy. He would be a decent Joker, I think. I would. I would. He wasn't bad in that final scene. I'd like. To see I think. More. I. I thought. I thought that. Like. Yeah. I think that this is. That we're actually going to get the first Joker that's like uh, from the actual comics in the sense. I think every Joker that we've gotten has been a film Joker, not a comic book Joker. Uh, and I think just from like the hairstyle, the elongated face that we saw a little bit and all that, I think that we're going to actually see a Joker from the comics. Or a Mark, yeah, or a Mark Hamill about- Batman, the animated series Joker, which is probably the most comic. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that Joker is also pulled from the comics. This is the most know, comic accurate for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. What, about, what about the Joker from the Joker movie? Are we just going to completely forget? Well, no, that? I understand. It's just what I'm saying is that like those jokes, I'm not saying that, I, I'm not saying, because obviously Heath Ledger, an amazing Joker, Joaquin Phoenix, an amazing Joker. I just think that those Jokers are film Jokers. Yeah. You don't see those Jokers in comics. They're 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 like down from like their costume design, how they how they how they act out the Joker and stuff like that. I think they're great Jokers, um, including Jack Nicholson and stuff like that. Although Jack Nicholson's Joker is sort of a little bit. No, Jack Nicholson's Joker is still kind of like a film Joker because we don't really have that Joker. He was still in Jack comics Nicholson. either. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. We don't ha- we haven't seen the Joker from. From from the Killing Joke, for example, cool, we haven't seen yeah. that Joker in 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 film. But wouldn't you want like a crossover with the Joker no, and this Batman? No, no, no. Uh, no I wouldn't want to see a crossover. I'd either I like I like I, I like the. I mean, I, I I want the Joker to live on its own, just because I don't want it to be tarnished by limiting the that Joker universe with Joaquin Phoenix. When you when you put it in with something like, for example, if this Batman really, really was part of the DCEU, then you have what you had with Batfleck, where like, all right, well, we have to make him part of like this whole superhero world with like the muscles and the uh, saving being kind of goody two shoes and stuff like that. You know, like Eli, Um, I guess you like we loved Aquaman. We all enjoyed Aquaman. Do you really want to see Battinson hanging out with Aquaman? No, I don't want to see that. 
as yeah, much as I nah, love nah, him. I don't yeah, want to tie it in. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the Joker from like the Joker movie. Well, I, well what, I'm, what, I'm convinced that that's not the real Joker. Oh. That's my canon. I think that that's okay. the Joker that ends up influencing Joker from the Joker film. So mm. maybe, yeah. I mean, that's maybe. that's what I, that's how I feel. That's just my opinion. Well, I love the fact. I do love the fact that the Joker is this uh, character that doesn't have an actual origin, and maybe this yeah. is just one of the theories that, like, oh, mm-hmm. this Joker came from that Joker. I love all that. Yeah. I don't want the Joker to have an origin because then I feel like it, it kills the myth um so i wanted to talk a little bit about like the one thing that i felt immediately after the film that um is kind of ugly and maybe you guys agree with me or don't Mm -hmm. but i think that the replayability of this film is probably the lowest of all the batman films yes and of course I, i don't include the schumacher films but uh like if this movie is playing just randomly on TV, it doesn't make me I don't feel like it'll make me like, oh, let me just leave this on and like sit and watch. I would disagree. Oh, I would I see what where you're coming from because it doesn't have the big moments that you expect from a Batman film that you kind of just like sit there and you're like, awesome, this is that great action scene that I love, or like this is that great dialogue interaction, even though there's great dialogue in yeah. this film. The only reason I disagree is because I'm a huge fan of, like I said, movies like Seven. And if that's on, that's a movie that you kind of are supposed to watch in one sitting altogether. But I still can't resist, even if yeah. it's on watching like a few minutes of it. So I feel like I'll do yeah. the same thing with. Well, this it's film. not even for the action because I thought, to be honest with you, I loved actually all the action. You know, even though some of it may have been illogical. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the action <laughs> made no sense. Like again, being shot at by I would say thousands of bullets by the end of this film mm-hmm. and not a single one of them scraping him, getting through the armor. I mean, it's very clear when he stretches his arm out that he has cloth here. I don't know. Maybe it's complete. He's, he really is completely bullet. not tens of thousands. But of with that, with, with aside from that, I thought I like all the action scenes would make me sit and watch. It's just that the pacing of the film and, and, and the meat of the film is not the action. The meat of the film is in, um the the mind of the batman as a detective and like the replayability like for me to enjoy it again i need to set three hours apart just to sit and and watch that meaty part of it you know so um i don't think that it has high replayability for me and i think that for the most people most people won't have high replayability um i definitely get what you're saying and where you're coming from because you know there are there are times where like you know a a dialogue or a, a you know a film like Seven comes on and I'll leave it in the background because I know everything that's happening so I don't need to read it or listen to yeah. it. Uh, but when it comes, but I guess Seven isn't a three hour movie. Also, right? It's Seven not... isn't a three hour movie. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. So that's 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 the that's the main ugly thing that I that I have is that I feel like it's not that replayable. And the second thing is the the social media criticism on it being woke i think people forget that art imitates life and if we have a film coming out in this day and age and it's used as a platform to to touch on topics that we are currently dealing with on a day-to-day basis how can you get upset about art imitating life it's literally what art does it was just one scene too really you know it was that one interaction between bruce wayne and catwoman on the yeah, roof, right? I, and and yeah, and I understand. You yeah, could consider for sure woke. You know, um, I, I, I but I wouldn't consider any of it woke. Like right. I don't believe in 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 woke as a word or woke politics. I think that it's just there's certain things out there in the world that we're currently like um, playing a tug of war with as far as uh, 
our society goes and if and 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 you know when this stuff happens or gets interjected in film just man like just just Let it just be. accept it as Let art it imitating life like it's you know they're trying to 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 reflect the thought of both sides you know what i mean like like you know battinson he's representing the side that's that that doesn't agree with her you know um wholeheartedly even though there is a a change in his perception of her um after some background but anyway yeah. th- those are the only things that i thought were I ugly it's, it's it's and it's not that it's not i don't i'm not saying that i think that it's ugly that they interject that they put the, this in the film i think that it's ugly that that is the social media criticism yeah otherwise so. even even if you have that moment the film is otherwise fantastic and doesn't really interject yeah. into that and i've seen some reviews online where people are like i love this movie and then there's that one moment but they still kind of i guess uh excuse it and they still say that they love the movie um yeah so yeah i agree that that discourse is kind of ugly around the film but that's ugly around a lot of films these days that's that's unfortunate especially as star wars fans we know how ugly that fandom can be uh, super yeah ugly. yeah um what about y'all yours your your uglies aj and eli do you have any uglies aj you said you well, didn't really have one right no i i didn't um the only thing i was kind of thrown off kilter about was uh catwoman's father being falcone yeah and i was all like oh so you're doing that okay yeah but it paid off honestly because that's the one thing i can't say i agree on i think they tied up catwoman pretty well yeah, I thought Catwoman was great. No, they did, they did, but that's yeah. what they—that's yeah. part of what they needed, like the final act to do, which is why I have to concede that they can't totally remove that final act. They needed it for Catwoman's story to, to tie up in the great way that it did. I can. Can we just give a moment to shout out a couple of things in this movie? First of all, I think my one of my favorite scenes was uh, the the penguin giving. Uh, yeah, that's what I was Spanish just going to bring up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I wanted to talk about Colin Farrell as the penguin in general. That's the great. It is. It is. It is. He is. Oh, my there's, gosh. I can't I wait cannot, for his show. I cannot. Like, He's getting a honestly, show? Wait, what? Yo, dude. He's getting a yeah. show? Y'all don't know this? I think that no. he is amazing. I think yeah, I, there's, there's nothing there that reminded me really of Colin Farrell. No. And I wanted to actually ask you guys. I completely forgot about this, man. <laughs> Did you guys? All right. So let me know if you, if, 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 all right. So for me, I got some like serious, even though it was not too much of it, but I felt very much so in how you portrayed the penguin, much like uh, the clown in Spawn by John Leguizamo. Did you guys see the movie Spawn? Yeah. yeah. The old old movie. Yeah. Yeah. There were some, there were some moments that that really like how he, how witty he was and like how kind of like slimy he felt and stuff. Like there were scenes that really made me feel like, oh man, I think he pulled from like the clown in, in Spawn, you know, Violator. He looked at the photo of the mayor. Batman was like, the mayor just died. He's like, oh, that's the mayor. Like, yeah, I know. It was like <laughs> I didn't even. It was like, why don't you, why don't you ask his wife? Oh, too soon, yeah. too soon. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I just, I thought that he was amazing. And in a movie that had literally, absolutely, it had. This is one of the things about the film that that was could was a little bit jarring. Every single film does have the a section of the film called fun and games. That section usually comes thirty to forty minutes after the start of the film, and it's a section where you see a montage of like 
Batman, like, you know, learning martial arts, like in Batman Begins, the, the fun and game section is where he's and it's called fun and games because it's fun for the the viewer. Like it, it gets them emotionally yeah. high before their first major plot point. It's a little levity, too. We didn't have that in this film. Yeah. So when you have the fun and games, it gives you a little bit of comic relief. It gives you a little bit of a, a, a it, it kind of relaxes you before getting the movie back to being intense. And we never had that. But it was good that we had a little bit of comic relief from the penguin. Like the only comic relief in the film was from the penguin, which there, I loved. There was only one other moment that I wanted to shout out that was slight comic relief. Because you're right, there there's very little levity, very few moments where the movie's like, I'm gonna take the foot off the, the gas of complete darkness and have a little light shine through. You have a lot of cats. Um <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that was one, right? Um <laughs> that was one. And uh, how nervous he was around Catwoman in moments was a little funny and funny too right like even when she was like are you scarred under their vengeance he was like uh, yeah 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 I, like almost stuttered it but yeah. like the other moment between him and gordon where gordon where he was like where gordon pulls out his gun he's like no guns and gordon's like that's your thing man like i i like that too because that's like almost an easter egg to batman's not using yeah. weapons and almost the last films where people were criticizing him using guns even though that's not generally his rule in the comics actually it's not always been his rule and we'll yeah. know if he knows that. But like, yeah, that was another moment of it becomes it loved. becomes his rule. He gets broken in the future. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, he used guns initially, I think, in the comics and they're in the beginning. Right. So when he first when started, he first yeah, started, but not to kill, not to kill. Yeah. Like utility guns, I guess, mostly. But yeah, either way, I th- I love that that moment of, of fun and levity, too. And I, I wanted to give a special shout out to those Easter eggy moments. <laughs> so Eli, do you don't have anything else that's ugly then? Then I think we're kind of wrapped up yeah, on the good, bad, or the ugly. Then no, there's not really anything that's ugly per se. It's yeah. mostly just like the bads. I mean, there. Is yeah, I mean, like, not that you have to have something that's ugly. Yeah, you know, I just you know, yeah. If there is one thing, you know, I'm just gonna put it out there real quick. I didn't, I didn't like how like it seemed a little bit too comic comic-y for me i don't i don't know why really um yeah it's so much got the opposite vibe i think that's what i love interesting i I don't know why i like the detective whole part but like other than that it was and i didn't like the riddler at all at the end really at at the end at the beginning he was cool when he got a little whiny is that what you yeah, mean? Yeah, he got too crazy. I mean, again, me. he's. Yeah, I think that this is how he transforms into the actual Riddler. You know, Where know he's like maniacal that. and like he actually becomes a psychopath. Um, mm. And and I think that one of the things that like the scene with him and the reveal of the Joker is it shows the Joker as someone that very easily and quickly sees someone that's emotionally and psychotically broken that he can manipulate and take advantage of. Both. I mean, I guess, I guess. You know, but, so I think yeah. that that's what we see. We saw someone, a Riddler that became mentally broken and is now about to be a pawn to the Joker, even though to the Riddler, oh, the Joker is now my own one and only friend. Hmm. I, I don't know. But I mean, overall, the movie was pretty good. I'm not going to deny that. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I think that that is all the bat rope <laughs> on the good bad and the ugly of the batman um it's uh i thought it was fun i can't wait to, to i i mean i'm looking forward to everything that's coming out from this new batinson universe um and especially looking forward to the second film already uh so without further ado i think we're ready to close um thanks again for taking a listen 
uh, and uh, hopefully sharing because you love us so much. Uh, and if you and if you haven't shared already and you still love us, then please do. Please like, rate, share, and subscribe. Uh, once again, best way to support us, um, and we love all the love that we love all the love that we get out there. Let us know what you guys think of our opinions. Of if you have anything else that we missed that you want to, you know, interject and let us know as far as like what's good, bad, and ugly of the film. Um, and that's that's gonna do it for us, I think. Yeah, Jose. So y'all, I guess there's nothing left to say but the usual. Stay geeky, my friends. No, 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 no. You can't do it like that. What are you doing? What do I do? What are you doing? Exactly. It's the Batman. Stay oh, geeky, my friends. Yeah, no, so no, the, no. do the Batman voice. Not in this one. In this one, it's... Stay geeky. It's Whisper. It's <laughs> Whisper. <laughs> I vengeance. And there's still a little I bit of a scratch in his throat there. Yeah. Okay, so so we'll close it out with... Uh, Stay geeky, my friends. Sort of, yeah. Peace. Peace.